What is up? Coach Rudder here. You are tuned to the Coach's Corner Podcast. You could be anywhere in the world right now, but you're here with me, and I appreciate that more than you will ever know. On this podcast, we'll talk about things that I've gone through in my real life, my 15 years in the Army, my 15 years as a juvenile corrections officer, as well as my time as a high school and semi-pro football coach. While some of the things have occurred to me, some of them have not, and has been advice and stories that I've listened to from those people. Today we're going to talk about crucial confrontations, what they are, and really the framework in how to go about having these very awkward conversations with people. These confrontations are usually face-to-face accountability discussions that you have with someone that has done you wrong. Now, don't have these face-to-face confrontations with people in a, in a highly emotional state. You want to be rational. You want them to be rational. You have these confrontations. They need to start out with two questions. Number one, they need to start out with what? And number two, they need to start out with the question if. Let's start out with what. If this is the first time you need to talk about what it is, what is the issue? Is this issue something that's continually happening? If that's the case, you need to talk about pattern and intent. You have to select the the correct problem and then confront the problem. And after talking and figuring out the solution, if the solution you're applying doesn't get the results you want, you're likely dealing with the wrong question, the wrong problem. The ability to reduce um, the question of what Um, The issue is, is probably uh, one of the hardest things, and it requires patience, precisions, the ability to dissect issues. And it comes down really to three things, content, pattern, and relationship. And we'll kind of go over what that is. Content is what happened, right? What is the issue? The pattern, has this happened to you before? And relationship, how does this affect us? Now, by far, relationship is the, the, the larger in the scale and the scope than the other. Usually, relationship is what carries the emotion. It's what makes you angry. It's the part of you that feels like they wouldn't do this to you if they really cared about you, right? You have to figure out in the bare bones ability what is the problem in the in the issue we're going to talk about if you figured out the problem you've picked the issue that you care about the most and you've reduced it down to one sentence if you watch any kind of cooking shows you know that chefs will boil something down you know over low heat and they will make a concentrated whatever it is, a syrup, a sauce, or anything like that. When you are dealing with the crucial confrontations, you have got to get it down to the to the most narrowest of issue. You have to be able to decipher it and articulate it in one sentence. So you've done that. Now what? You figure out what the possible consequences and outcomes are before deciding to bring it up. We often choose the certainty of the current situation, as bad as it is, as opposed to the uncertainty of what will happen if we decide to bring something up. And uh, mentally, it's usually one of two things that happen. We downplay the cost of not speaking, and we exaggerate the cost of actually saying something. That's it. That's the two things. 
And reality is most people lose reality and sight and focus of what will really happen. It's like the chicken little syndrome. The sky is falling. Um, you know, you, you think about the issue, you, you kind of run it to ground, you boil it down to what it really is. And then you have all of the possible scenarios that could happen. The anger, the out, you know, the outrage, the backlash of all the things that could happen. You have to realize that is not real life. And we talked about earlier, uh, a little bit earlier, about figuring out what the problem was to address. The issue that we've been, you know, that we've told ourselves is that uh, the worst possible thing, uh, we'll call it a story, the worst possible story about why things occurred has happened. Um, and, and most of the time, we feel like things are done with the most illful intent by this other person. We mostly think you know, that things are done with this um, personality issue. This person doesn't like me. This person is doing this because I am. This person is doing this because I am this person, because I'm a supervisor, because I'm a coach, because I'm a mentor, because I'm someone in charge. And in reality, most behaviors are done because of social pressure, lack of alternative options, and sometimes even things out of their control. And the best uh, possible problem solvers eliminate all of these stories. They eliminate the unrational conversations inside of their own head. They eliminate the ugly stories. They eliminate everything and they get it down to what really is the issue. They figure out the influence because let's be honest with you, understanding the influence of others is a prerequisite of problem solving. Once you've done all of that, and once you figured out the story, you figured out the out, you know, the outward, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The outward variables, the outward um, circumstance that people have found themselves in, it's now time to have your confrontation. And when you have your confrontation with people, here's a couple things you need to remember. You need to be straightforward with them. Do not play games. Do not... You know, get in there and start having word games with them and things of that nature. Don't play charades with them. Don't give them little, you know, hints and talking subtle innuendo. Don't pass the buck to anybody. I'm only having this meeting with you because so-and-so said I need to. None of that. Don't play the read my mind game. Don't do any of that stuff. Because let's be honest, when you talk with others in a confrontational setting... Those person's warning bells are going off, and there's one general question that comes to mind. Am I in trouble? Can I be fired? You know, those two are the same. People um, will generally assess the risk of what's going on in two ways. One, what's currently bad that's happening to me, and what's going to happen to me bad in the future. Those are the reality of the situation in terms of, you know, the interaction with the other person and what is ping-ponging around in their brain as you're trying to have this confrontation. Because you wouldn't be having this confrontation if things were going well. If things were um, going well at work or on your sports team or you have a family member that's doing things the right way, you would not be having this conversation if things were going well. So the fact that you're having this conversation has already put them in high alert so you want to do your best to be as straightforward. Uh, you want to maintain mutual respect and mutual purpose. 
you have to show the uh, show the benefit of this conversation to them and show that um, you're giving them the benefit of the doubt and you let them tell their story. Now, here's where sometimes you have to remember the people that you're talking to. Most of the time, you can remember that people are good-natured. They have the best intent, you know, um, in mind. And there's generally just a mistake that's made. It could be an ability issue. It could be a motivation issue, which we'll talk about in a second. But in general, people have the best intentions. So if you come with uh, mutual aid, mutual respect, mutual purpose, it can be put into context with them of trying to figure out moving forward how this could be beneficial to them, how this benefits the company, how it benefits the team, how they're letting down people by not doing what they're supposed to be. When you listen to them talk and they tell their story, it's now time to decide if it's a matter of motivation, a matter of ability, or if it's a combination of both. Once you've kind of played that out in your brain as you're listening to them talk, you need to ask them for their input as to how they think they can fix the issue. You have to identify any barriers and underlying issues as you talk with them and kind of walk the, the person through whatever the problem is. You have to understand that Sometimes they don't think that there's a barrier. They don't think there's a motivation or ability issue. But clearly, there is an issue. And it all can come back to the um, pattern and intent. If it's not something that occurs on the regular, there could be an ability issue by either them or things outside of their control. If it happens multiple times... You know, then you have to think about their motivation, the pattern that they do it. How many times has this occurred? What is the intent of not handling the business that they're supposed to be handling? Once you've talked them through the motivation issue, you address the ability issue, you have to verify that they're willing to do what is expected of them. You have to come to terms with them as to what you want them to be doing and what they should be doing as a part of being a part of the team. So let's say you've done had your confrontation, you moved all the barriers, you came up with a few ideas that is mutually agreed upon that will create a solution. Now it's time for action. And how you complete this crucial confrontation is almost more important than how you start it. So your plan must be... Um, complete. It leaves nothing to chance. It sets clear, measurable expectations. It builds commitment. When I'm at work, we talk about, I work at a kid's jail, we talk about measured outcomes. We have to have clear and concise expectations of the kids. And if they fail to meet that, there is a clear and concise outcome that comes from that. You can't just punish them you know, like when I was kids, we when I was a kid, we used to get spanked. You can't just spank them and send them to their room. Because outside of the corporal punishment part of it, there's no learning from it. There's no actionable um, outcome that they can measure. So you have to be able to show them that this is the expectations. And this will be the consequence if these commitments are not met. 
Now, thinking that you train these people, thinking that you know that they're going to be um, a part of the team, because that's what they're doing. They're wanting to be a part of the team. They're wanting to be a member of the of the group. They're wanting to be uh, a fully functioning member. You have to set up this plan with them, and they set up with the following letters. It's super easy. WWWF. I'm not talking wrestling, although that would probably be fun depending on the situation. The first W is who. You've got to be specific. The word we and us is terrible. We will get back to you. No, I will get back to you. No, you will get back to me. The next one is what, does what. Decide exactly what needs to be done. So you've already decided who, now you've decided what. Now you're going to come up with the win. Now understand this, that um, time is a, a concept of our own demise, our own device. It's our own construct. So we need to make it exact. When you hear the word ASAP, the first thing that happens is you start getting ulcers. You feel crunched for time when someone says ASAP. You feel like you're in a little hamster wheel running as fast as you can. You need to be exact. I need these things done every. This assignment is due by. Be very specific. And then you have to follow up with them. You have to decide when and how you'll follow up. Now, I'm going to tell you, follow-up is one of the most important parts. You can't just tell someone, you need to do this, I'll check back with you in a little while, and then never come you know, back into the, into the mix, follow-up. You never look, you never do anything. And the next time you have the conversation again is when there's another you know, barrier that's been placed in front of them, and they've had an issue. Now you're having this crucial confrontation again, when had you followed up with them initially, they could have told you, yeah, I'm having issues with this. I know we talked about this, but I can't do whatever it is you're asking me because, and it could be things outside of their, uh, outside of their control. Now, when you make this plan, you have to be focused on getting a solution in place, but you also have to be flexible. You have to be creative as this conversation unfolds. You have to understand that this person could have been an employee of yours for 10, 15, 5, 6, however many years, a player of yours for years and years, or a family member, and understand that predictability is a shaky situation. They could have been a tenured employee, a sports player, a family member, and have been going on for years, and then all of a sudden, no, out of nowhere, with no warning, they just go off the rails. Now... At this point, you have fixed the issues, you have sat down and talked, you've created a safe environment for them to have a conversation. Now, this is reciprocal in nature, and what I mean by that is, it really is a follow-up. They have to be able to come talk to you about things that they feel like aren't being done, and you have to be able to hold yourself accountable and be able to look in the mirror and have some self-reflection and be able to look and say, I'm not doing this very well. You're expecting them to do that. When you sit down with them, they should be able to do that with you to a certain extent. And you should be able to do that by looking in the mirror and having those crucial confrontations with yourself, 
to try and figure out if you're reaching, reaching all of your personal goals and whatever it is you're working on come to fruition. It's very important that you knock this out. It's very important that you are very open and honest with your workers. They'll know if you're not being honest with them. They'll know if you're just trying to make their life difficult or if you're truly trying to have a confrontation that is going to have a measurable, responsible outcome. I hope that you found this podcast today uh, exciting and something you could use in the future. I know that in my line of work, I have crucial confrontations at least once or twice a day with uh, juveniles, sometimes with the workers, sometimes with supervisors, uh, probation officers, pretty much anybody. But I use the same tact when I deal with my players, when I deal with friends of mine that have broken some kind of trust with me and have had some issues. And I've also had it happen to where people felt like I've done them wrong and they've sat down and tried to unbundle kind of what's occurred. We've had to had conversations and I'm totally cool with it. So this is something that you feel like you could use. Please hit the like button, rate us, give us a review and share it with your friends. I hope you have a great day and I'll be seeing you soon.